This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. The year is 2014. For all those haters out there, suck my ass, because you're no good or better than anybody else. Was that this year? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) For all those haters out there, suck my ass. Remember we went to that Vine party and they played it? They projected it all on the wall. Oh, there were thousands of videos. Yeah. Thousands of Vines all over the wall of, what's her name again? I don't know. Oh. The suck my ass girl (laughs) from Vine. She's six. (laughs) (laughs) We forgot to mention that part. Wow. Ended Uh, all of us in six seconds. Vine. Taylor Swift, something, 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 see me in court, 1989. (laughs) Suing locals all around the globe for selling Shake It Off merch on Etsy. (laughs) Allegedly. Allegedly. Literally, you can't even speak her name. Nope. I'm getting the PR email already. Um, if you took my pulse right now, it would feel just like a sledgehammer. I cannot believe you, of all people, is referencing Fifth Harmony. <laughs> the number one dragger of the harmonizers. I don't drag the harmonizers. You like one-fifth of them. I like one, two, three-fifths of them. <laughs> Lauren. Oh, we're calling them out. Normani and Dina Diana, whatever, whatever the fuck your, your fucking name, name is. is. <laughs> Which, that's a Jersey Shore quote. Who are you talking I'm talking to, to you. Diana, Dina, whatever the fuck yeah. your name is. Of course. Someone will get it. Because he's from Jersey. Yeah. Did you know? Yeah. Sledgehammer, written by Megan Trainer, whose album was just delayed indefinitely. Just like Britney's career. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh what a great start. Well, we'll see you in 20 years. <laughs> Sia came out of the perfume shop and came swinging in from the chandelier with Maddie Ziegler. Chandelier happened this year. What about Kendall? Kendall? What, you mean... <laughs> Mc- <laughs> and Is now it, Mackenzie's did coming Did you watch Dance Moms? Um, that no. would always be... So, like, Maddie would always get the solo and Jill would just come storming in and be like, what about my daughter? What about Kendall? What about my daughter, Abby? I knew there was drama, but I didn't know that specifically. I know JoJo Siwa is on it, who I'm afraid of. Oh, yeah. So anytime someone brings up a dance mom girl, I'm always like, what about Kendall? We're all going to have fun. Another iconic quote. Anyway, so... Welcome, everyone, to 2014, where we will be taking you back to Vegas. We're always in Vegas. You know, when we thought we were going to be going back to Vegas in like a month from now. Uh, Yeah. Not happening. But that was last episode. So we're going to rewind. We've calmed down. Uh, Have we? (laughs) Not really. (laughs) We've got mild haters from that episode. we, We got some feedback. You know what? I said what I said. You did say what you said. And and you said what you said. I certainly, some say I snapped. And I stand by it. Me too. And also, we got a lot more support than we did Mm non-support. So we'll go with that. Yep. Mumu's at it again. (laughs) (laughs) And like, don't send us screenshots of people who disagree with us in forums because I'm not here to see that. Oh, yeah. I saw a couple people dragging us. Yeah. I saw someone call me a twink. <laughs> oh. And I was like, I'm so flattered. Sure. I'm honestly, that is like the biggest compliment ever. Um, uh, youthful legend. Ugh. 
So yes, keep calling me a twink. I love it. <laughs> but anyway, Vegas, let me hear y'all make some noise. Cause <laughs> isn't this theater beautiful <laughs> <laughs> that we're not in anymore? Oh my God. Stop. <laughs> hey, I'm T Kyle. Hey, I'm Bradley Stern. This, this is, is our, our new, new brand. <laughs> yeah. No, no that's not going to work. Hey, I'm T. Kyle. And I'm Bradley Stern. And this is It's Britney, Bitch. A podcast for stands, by stands, dedicated to 20 years of the living legend, Britney Jean Spears. So let's take it back, back to the beginning of Vegas. Yes. So it is New Year's Eve, mm-hmm. 1231, 2013, which is not technically 2014, but like, you know, whatever strikes at midnight. Yeah. So that's where we're starting. We're going to take you back to Vegas, the original Piece of Me show. Yes, Kyle and I were in attendance for this New Year's Eve celebration. We were. We flew out. We were in <clears throat> Pit 2, I think it was. Yes. Yes, we were in Pit 2. One of the 17 times we've seen this show. Yeah. But this was the first. It was. And it was quite an eventful trip, which we will get into. But we started the trip with this show. And I remember I was like, I'm not drinking. I'm not doing anything. I mm-hmm. need to physically survive seeing this show. Right. Before I do anything. Yeah, we were we were nervous. We were that Britney concert kind of nervous where yeah. you're like nothing. You can like let, unwind when you've seen it like 10 times. But like the first time you're like, I need to soak this in. Yeah. I need to see where the wigs are placed, mm-hmm. where the staging is, where I get the iconic shot next time. Right. I was also convinced that this was the last time I was seeing Britney live. Right. Which we've said in every episode. Right. But like <laughs> at least with Circus Tour, you could travel you know, tri-state area. Sure. Ish. Yeah. Uh, this was, you know, we were flying across right. the yeah. freaking worlds, basically. <laughs> we went abroad. Yeah. <laughs> we couldn't just hop downtown where our posse was at. We had to, right. you know. Um, so I was convinced. So I literally was like, I'm not drinking any water before because I don't have to pee in the middle of the show. Mm-hmm. I'm not drinking any alcohol. I need to sleep. I need to be in line at seven o'clock. Yeah. So I can get a good spot in the pit. Uh-huh. It was very serious. Oh, we lined up super early, oh. didn't we? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we were there. And to be fair, back in the day, day, the lines for the show would be crazy and would be like yeah. outside the venue for a while. And They'd wrap you like, around that little bar. Yeah. That bartender with the mohawk that said, peace of me. Oh, Remember that's that? right. Yeah. Promo. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That had yeah. a bigger budget than Domination. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, so we're going to take you through. And... The countdown, there was like the countdown, right? It was like 10 yeah, minutes, which it I was, was like shaking. Yeah, there was a countdown. And at the very beginning, which only happened during our first show, there was an announcement of an announcement. And there was like, the Britney Spears show will begin in 30 minutes. Oh, and we right. were like, are we at fucking Disney? Yeah. What is this shit? They got rid of that, I believe. I think so. And yeah. then it just switched to like the counter. Yeah. Now it's just the, the countdown. Wall. Yeah. Yeah. So <clears throat> the counter um, counts down. And it is this the concept intro. of the countdown was basically <laughs> counting down. <laughs> Three, two. Oh, it's Beyonce. Um. Anyway. Anyway. Um. So it starts with this interlude, which I'm going to say it here was horrible. And well, the reason why is because it starts out kind of epic with like this little girl with her Michael Jackson hat and she's dancing in yeah. her bedroom. Mm-hmm. And then there's like music video shots and then it mixed in fucking femme fatale tour, professional footage of like her walking down the catwalk in I Want to Go. And I was like, we don't. I see, I blocked that out of my memory entirely. Oh, I, I didn't. Oh. It was like her 
with the um, toxic yeah. sh- sleeves. Kimono sleeves. And then her walking down the catwalk for I Want to Go oh, or whatever. Jesus. And I was like, or Trouble for Me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my God, like you were epic until that. Yeah. I, because mm. we, as a stance, we, we mm-hmm. let that go. Yeah. Um, I will also say about that intro, um, it is basically a blatant ripoff of the Return of the Spice Girls intro. It's the Walmart version. The Walmart. It's the Chanel versus Walmart meme. Literally. Yeah. It Literally the same concept. It's like, here's this little girl who grew up to be a legend. Oh my God. If you guys want something epic to go watch. Return of the Spice Girls intro. Yeah. Because Ugh. that company. Yeah. Unlike other creative directors <laughs> that we've discussed before, <laughs> they don't post the stuff they worked on until the tour's over. And then they upload it to their portfolio website, which is not difficult to do. <laughs> Everyone should do that. They did Christina back to basics strip tour. You know that iconic one where she's like in the chair and the fans blowing, and it's like I feel like half the listeners uh, do not know that one. Do, you know, um, I do Madonna. Know mm-hmm. They did uh, yeah. confessions. They did sticky and sweet. It's Jamie King, right? Or no? Yes, and like also there's a the production company. company that yeah. yeah that he worked for. They also did Return of the Spice Girls. Um, iconic. Yes. Epic. All epic productions. Yeah. Didn't get that for this, but it's anyway, fine. hire T. Kyle. That's what that was. <laughs> it um, was an advertisement. I, I mean, no. Yeah. What are you? Wouldn't? Oh no, I would. Oh okay. Um, we get open to the ball. We do. The ball is great. It is. What uh, was your first? Uh, so like, she's in the ball, and then she comes down yeah. to the front of the stage, and that's where you get like your first. What was your? I know what mine was. <laughs> your, my first reaction. Yeah, like what was your first? Um, feeling i mean when it's happening in the moment when i'm seeing her i just sort of like a mind melt and i'm just um just gay goo oh, um oh <laughs> uh great <laughs> sure you'll be getting tons of dms about that <laughs> uh yeah i just <laughs> i um the first thing that came to mind for me was the wig Oh yeah, she looked like a drag <laughs> queen. Like I remember, it was she came forward. Very prominent. It was a hard wig line. Hard wig line, and she was so tan. Yeah, and I was like, sh- she's beat. yeah. It was like chiseled. It was very drag queen. Oh, <laughs> it was heavy. Heavy. I stan. Oh, for like, sure. I, like she looked like a girl from Jersey with a wig. Yes, <laughs> like it was really showgirl. It was yeah. really like yeah, hardened Vegas entertainer. Right. That was not a faded wig line. No, it was not cool and faded. No. Um, <laughs> love those jeans. Love those jeans. But in fact, she's wearing like steel reinforced boot things. Yeah. Which is good. And she's in that sparkly. This changes a lot as we'll talk about over the years, but she's in a sparkly onesie this first time. Mm-hmm. An um, homage. An homage. Yes, it is. This is, as we've talked about, this is kind of what elevated work bitch for us. It, oh, like, a thousand percent. It's so exciting live. It's so hype and everyone freaks out, does the dance moves and like her little alien dancers and everything behind her. It's mm-hmm. a lot of fun and she brought it. She yeah. always brings it for work This is bitch, where we got the sit martini bikini choreo, yes, isn't it? literal choreo. That wasn't in the <clears throat> music video. No, no. no. She's, she takes control and she's yeah. like, let me um, illustrate what I'm saying here. Yeah. Or somebody else is saying. And then also this move where she's like, yeah, better work, bitch. And she's just like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She. Um, you all, well, you guys couldn't see that, but you know. She loves a literal <laughs> move. And uh, I believe this is exactly where she. Oh, we go right into Womanizer. Yeah. And we get the light sticks. We do. 
we, and we those did have get been <laughs> around for a very long time. They've kept them around for all five years, six years. Um, love the light sticks. And then in later years, we get a much better breakdown, I think, of it. Like, at oh, the end. yes. Yeah. In Remix, Reimagine, still iconic. Yes. Flawless rendition, standing on top of the dancers is so much fun. And then um, this is where, as the song ends, we get our first live vocal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's up, Vegas? How y'all feeling? How y'all feeling? Isn't this theater beautiful? <laughs> yeah. And then she asks us if we can count to three. <laughs> but very seriously asks us. Yeah. She goes, I need you to count to three with me. One, two. And then three comes in. And those rolly carts. The rolly carts, which were uh, in the background of the domination rehearsals, R.I.P. Right. Too soon. They're literally like, have you ever seen a portable, <laughs> portable closet rack or coat rack uh-huh. on wheels? It's yeah. literally that. Yeah, and they like, just we had them around. at work at Watch What Happens, and we used to like roll each other in them, and be like, <laughs> one, two. <laughs> Definitely, a couple of the Britney stands and me have done that after a few drinks. Yeah, it's kind of the same budget. Same budget. It's. The- it's the same as the baggage uh, wheelies in Onyx Hotel, which I used to do when I was on vacation in Florida. I used to jump on the little luggage cart and do the fucking... It was the hookup, right? I don't remember. I think... I yeah. Oh, gay life. So... So that happens. That happens. That's one wig. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> we get numerous wigs. And in, I was going through the set list, and I was trying to think of what the theme is of this. Yeah. And it doesn't really have one like what this overarching is. the the sections make sense but overarching yeah. theme is not the really show. there uh no it is um legend with hits right like it doesn't follow the journey a narrative from start to finish no it's like not this like podcast enigma where there's an alien that stephanie germanata runs away from or something i don't know i'm unclear about that plot point but i don't even know what enigma means to uh, be honest <laughs> I don't, I don't know that definition. I, she, well, I mean, I don't even know what the, I didn't even know what adjectives were. I, you didn't even know she sang. You thought she rapped or whatever. Oh, is that, I didn't know if that was a man or a woman. Um, <laughs> oh, God. That's a Christina Aguilera quote. Fuck off. Don't even come for me. I, um, <laughs> okay. We can't, we can't, we can no longer from this point on shade Lady Gaga. We can't because she just because outsold our fave at, in Vegas. Anyone, <laughs> literally anyone could come back at that. And I'm just like, T. T. Yeah. So yeah, the acts don't make any sense. Doesn't do make any sense, does it? But um, in the second act, we get a very angelic, spiritual, mm. emotional. Doesn't she say something like, "To love, or you have to believe in love"? Yeah, it's super and you cheese. Have to, yeah, it's like basically saying like you have to surrender to love. Yeah, this is quintessential knee. This is qu- so this is, Britney. Yeah, this is what She'll, Britney Jean should have been. Was yeah. this interlude? <laughs> She lives for an angel moment. She lives for in the sky, lip syncing her signature ballad every time. Mm-hmm. It's fine for the first time you've ever seen it. And then anytime after, you're just kind of watching her suspended in air, like sitting there for a few minutes. Yeah, I felt like the wings were pretty. And they're super detailed. I won't give too much information yet because it'll come in 2015, but as Fee gives you the tour backstage, uh-huh. she tells you about all the details that go into it and it's really impressive. Like, yeah. So the wings up close are like actually very spectacular. Yeah, I just thought it was strange that it, she um, doesn't move. No. Like she's just suspended there. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, it would have been cool if she like came out into the crowd. 
Yeah. Or there was like a flutter of the wing. Really anything. You know, like an animatronic. <laughs> Any sign of like life. they could have hired someone from Jurassic Park. Yeah. And made the wings move. Yeah, that didn't happen. Yeah. I just thought it was like, okay. And she was really far back. Yes. This, like she was literally against the back wall. She was <laughs> knee against the back wall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you couldn't really get a good look. No. But um, then. Pretty also <laughs> early. Like, right. It was like a downer really quick. Dropping it real quick. And I remember thinking, oh, they'll change that around. They never did. No. Um, that's this fine. was not the show for that. N- no, it wasn't. They could easily, and they had ditched every time, especially like on tour. They, they right. ditch it. Anyway, but what happens? Yeah. So the this theme angel. of this act <clears throat> from lightness to darkness. <laughs> so she lowers to the ground and... They cover her up in like those um, ribbon wand yes. things. Very dream within a dream coming out with the mirrors and the, the creepy dancers like mm-hmm. engulfing her situation. These like wand dancers cover her up and then mm-hmm. they reveal mm-hmm. the new darkness, Brittany. <laughs> and the wig is off. A new wig is on. A new wig, which I'm actually quite jealous of ourselves for having seen that wig because we never get it again because we literally got to see that for five seconds. Like that wig. Oh, like we got to see the, like it lasted 10 shows. We got to see the show, how it was concepted. Yes. Right. (laughs) And she almost immediately was like, no, I'm not doing that. Oh yeah. The effort level really just went out the window. Yeah. So we get the intended wig of a short, Mm -hmm. like dark Bob, which was fierce. It really was. And I really think it like went with the mood of that moment, Mm -hmm. but it's fine that she couldn't do that quick change. I understand. I also remember we were like covered in those Lotus flower. (laughs) Yes. Every time Lotus flowers. Yeah. It was like every time Lotus flower confettis. Yeah. Um, Those come down from the sky and then she turns into uh, the dark angel scorned and she does. Baby, one more time. A little known hit followed by, oops, I did it again. <laughs> Never heard of it. Um, yeah, two deep cuts that she does. And the thing is, we know that she gets bored of doing the classics. You can see it on her face sometimes. Um, so it's cool that we got a something more dark and urban mm-hmm. uh, makeover. I think I, she enjoyed. I think she was into it. She liked the flailing move with her arms a lot. Yep. Um, and there were a couple of Britney spins. Yeah, she loves a classic spin. Britney spins. Yeah. So I thought that was a good way of like doing it justice w- while giving her something to play with, basically. Right. And then she runs off stage. <gasps> and then we get the video interlude. And right. everyone freaks out because nobody really knows what the show is. So Radar comes on and everyone's like, oh my God, Freaking Radar. Out. And this looked really cool. It did. On the projections. And I will say... This projection inspired our teaser for this it did. podcast. I was going to say you had, stole it. I was inspired by. <laughs> inspired by. I was inspired by. Yeah. I didn't steal it. Right. I know. I know. It was an. Inspir- I mean, I kind of did. Yeah. Well, it was also like very hold it against me video tunnel. Exactly. It just as you know a common thread, a common visual that I thought would get the girls shaking, and they did. Um. Yeah. So that happens, and then they just like wheel the Me Against the Music wood crate carts out. <laughs> yes. They wheel out these um, homages to the actual Me Against the Music video, which I appreciate. Yeah. A very I, literal. It's it's very literal. And it's also like when you think of the select iconic items from her videography, it's like, I don't know that the wood paneling jumps out as like, oh. No. I mean, but they really were hell bent on making that a thing. Right. They wheeled those around the world. 
if anything, I feel like she should have done the hat and the tie. Yeah. The pantsuit. Yeah. Or if she doesn't want to dance, just dance around like a bed. Yeah. That, like, that you know, that one too. scene with yeah. like, and they could have a female dancer dressed as Madonna and they could just like, right. Flip around. That would have been good too. Oh my God, what if they did a wall? They could have put a wall up and they, done they like, did. no, like, you know, when they're okay. Trump. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> your wall <laughs> wall fetish <laughs> i met in the video when they're in the separate bedrooms and yeah the, the wall I, that's the, the most iconic part of the video which is crazy that they don't actually they they play with it because she does that fun little peekaboo behind the right. wall but they don't actually recreate it, it would have been nice like if they had the guy dancers on one side and they had yeah. the girl dancers on the other and they battled it out yeah oh my god you're fucking calling me <laughs> fucking trump fuck trump <laughs> Oh, and the best part of it is we get the breakdown of Me Get Some Music. She does a helicopter knee head twirl followed by back bend, Mm -hmm. which you can get some really good pictures of if you time it just right. And then like painstakingly gets up and gets across (laughs) to the edge of the stage to get a water bottle. Do you remember that? I always remember like that is I just remember I was like, oh, my God, that was so iconic. And then she just like flops up and crawls to the corner and just like grabs a water bottle. (laughs) She's thirsty. She was Aren't we all Yeah exactly In that crowd um, She puts effort Into that one And then she gets She crawls up And uh, we get into What will later Become a meme In 2018 But mm-hmm. It is um, The Blackout medley Kicking off with Gimme more I honestly Like that meme Kind of helped Make that bit A little more exciting She kind of just Half asses the It's Britney bitch yeah and now that there's like a call out it's sort of like she has to everyone's waiting for that it's kind of like wakes her up a little bit it does and she laughs and giggles but yeah i mean we've talked about how gimme more never really got its true full justice that it should it's good i like it but it is just blended into a medley and i don't they change this medley up a little bit yeah there's like that break the ice breakdown and doesn't she also switch break the ice to where like doesn't she put it where three used to be where she's like, Vegas, how you all feeling? Are you guys ready to break, break the, motherfucking the motherfucking ice? ice. Yeah. It, but it there started out as like a little medley. A blackout was, medley. Yeah. Yeah. Which is cool. I mean, urban. after six years of peace of me, it's hard to like <laughs> separate them out. They blur. The they tend to blur. And we've seen every iteration. So it's like, that's true. We really have. But at that time it was gimme break peace of me. Mm-hmm. I have come to appreciate peace of me. The song, performance more in later years because you kind of get that whole like the backdrop of the newspapers and all that and Mm -hmm. like calling her names and stuff that's fun and she kind of improved the choreography by oh later years the more recent one is fierce yeah yeah with the high kick on the stairs yeah she she gets more into it i feel like utilizes the stairwells on the sides which is good i mean nothing is going to beat circus tour nope oh Oh, god in comparison it's not even close she could have just redone that i wish but it's good. <laughs> we'll save that that for another episode. Yeah. What we thought she should have did. <laughs> should we we should do that. We should do. Domination, what she should have did. Domination dreams. Dream within, <laughs> dream, a, domination dream within a domination dream. Domination, <laughs> domination destroyers. <laughs> wow. Well, here comes your favorite part. Uh <laughs> yeah. Actually, yeah. Mm. But I also live for this moment. Well, aside from Will I Am being on the screens, right? This Ugh. part visually, yes, I loved, and so, she does too, as she famously said in an interview. I love the look of lasers, right? 
<laughs> and plenty of lasers are abound. Yes. And it's, they turn the whole stage black light. The coolest thing is like the stage looks cool, but if you turn around in the audience, they're they're flashing out to the crowd too. And it's like, especially when we did Radio City in later years, oh my God, the, mm-hmm. just the spectacle of it was crazy. Um, and we get those two little hamster wheels that come out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and the boys do their like um, upside down running on the treadmill things. Right. I felt like this part, because remember how they were like hyping it up? Like, you know, there's this one section of the show where everyone really feels like they're a part of it. Yeah. And like the whole time I'm like, okay, wh- when does what? that happen? <laughs> I think like, that might have been this. This, I felt like made the theater feel more like a club. Oh, totally. And it felt more immersive because yeah. the lights were like dark. And it is completely a club for that dancer breakdown. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. That's one of the most fun. It really is one of the most fun parts, minus the large Will I Am head. Right. <laughs> in the middle. And her staying backstage until like the last line of it it would be the best part of the show she was great uh yeah. she wasn't on stage but right she finally comes out to do like two lines two lines of, of scream it. and shout yeah but she does come out in her what what would you call it like a fluorescent neon yeah it was kind of ugly glow with- <laughs> it was i know but i'm like fluorescent uh ugly <laughs> and I, I mean i love a fluorescent light I love a back, I love a black light. I love I, something well, that glows. Know why? Because it makes your teeth really white, and it exposes your sheets. Well, <laughs> well, that sounds like a personal problem. <laughs> <laughs> but like, if you go out in a club with those black lights, it, I mean, is that weird of me? I'm like, oh my god, wow, your teeth are so white. Um, yeah, I think that's weird. <laughs> that sounds like a personal problem. <laughs> <laughs> but I do think it looks cool. Yes, that outfit is not the best but i think she does switch it up to me less offensive in later years uh no it gets more offensive with that pink puff suit mm, yeah so it does get worse it's, but that's okay yeah it's but fine then it gets like it's a it's a it's a visual look it, it is a, a visual look but then we get into like the missy elliott look isn't that different or better or maybe it's worse she goes puff for mm. a hot second and yeah. then she goes bikinis uh, right it's like yeah. purely bikinis by the end right yeah in any case, it's uh, a glow-in-the-dark moment mm-hmm. of... Uh... I remember her glowing, like, because she yes. was so tan and yeah. had so much makeup on. It was like her lipstick was glowing and yeah. her eyeshadow was glowing and it just... The wig was glowing. The wig was levitating. Yeah. Yeah. Everything was just kind of like this illusion. It, it was an illusion. <laughs> <laughs> a... I thought you were going to say that. No, I would never. (laughs) I don't know that song. (laughs) So anyway, back to the Joanne ball. Uh, Boys. Okay, yeah, right into Boys. Love this remix of it. It almost sounds like it's mixing in that gas pedal song. It's like after the chorus hits. I don't even know. Well, they also blended it really well from Scream and Shout out into Boys. Oh, yeah, it's seamless. They seamlessly took the beat out. You know, William Orbit could learn a thing or two about that flawless transition. (laughs) Yeah, boys is a lot of fun, and that's one of the ones that we see teased in the documentary where she's like putting her hand out, and all the boys like fall over, they bend over, whatever. She just kind of does a lot of handography in this one. <clears throat> yeah, but, like it looked cool. Yeah, I mean the first iteration of the show is heavily handography. It becomes Zumba by 2018, like full on <laughs> Zumba. <laughs> True. <laughs> like full on self choreographed in my gym Zumba class. <laughs> But, like, actually, though. Yeah, like, like actually. We, yeah, Instagram choreography. Later on, live. actual choreography gets used from Instagram. 
Anyway, at this point, though, performance-wise, we are well above Femme Fatale Tour, but we are not yet at the 15 onward epiphany that happens. We're at no. this like middle ground, which is like, oh, she's doing this. It's just like she's a little stiff and getting used to this new, the desert air. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because it affects people. It, it's dry. Some would say that, you know, it affects your alcohol intake even. Like, it'll, yeah, it's like... Your vocals. Your vocals. So what we get, which I don't think we ever got after because it disappeared so fast, is her slowing it down right now for her oh latest God. single. She sits on the steps with a hand mic and sings perfume. Did you say sings? Sings. <clears throat> um, she is there for the playing of Perfume. <laughs> she sits on stage during the playback of Perfume. Now, there's one night that a Where lot they of accidentally fans... played Sia vocals. Yeah. <laughs> which I don't understand. Is that really? I Yes. Okay. There was a an Instagram video where you hear it. I didn't know if like a fan made it or if that really happened. It sounded a little too... I mean, unless they really had a good editing, but it sounded like it was the... I guess it's possible. I mean, I'm going to I'm going to say yes cuz fans will yell at me if I doubt this magical moment, but uh, Yeah, I it was it felt like a last minute like addition like, "Oh, okay, just in here cuz we stand have to there. promote the new single." Right. And we have to pretend that we're promoting this album that right. she's not fully aware she released. And That's true. Well, you know, there was someone there this evening who probably could have given team Brittany a little bit of creative advice because this we weren't is, just experiencing a show on stage. We at this were moment. not. This we is got so special a, to us. So we're in the pit <laughs> and I was like fixated forward on Brittany. And all of a sudden I just remember smelling fantasy. Yeah. Like it was an overwhelming stench of fantasy. Not like, like someone was spraying it in my nose. Yeah. And I thought, wow, <laughs> me those fog machines oh. are really strong like i really thought they were pumping fantasy into the air with these fog machines great promo until i turn to my left mm-hmm. and see a queen yeah, crying, crying and sobbing in a circus top hat screaming britney oh my god britney holding two fantasy fantasy balls, bottles yep. just spraying, spraying them and spritzing them and that's what sobbing yeah sobbing yeah. And it looked like a fog machine. Really tall, if I recall oh, correctly. Very tall, very skinny. <laughs> and a like skinny sobbing legend, and crying. It was so funny because what was happening on stage was <laughs> so not it. Not it. So this was funny. And then I, I got pissed. I, like After like 30 seconds, I was like, you need to shut the fuck up. Yeah. Then it became not funny. Yeah. Because right. then it was messy. Yeah. Like yeah. it was falling on everyone. But luckily, I feel like everyone around us was like, Shut the Not fuck up today, bitch. Yeah. As we've discussed, Britney concert etiquette, like you can get excited, but don't fucking knock into me. Yeah, get yeah. your hands get off your of hands me, bitch. That's of Kim Zolciak would <laughs> scream. But yeah, I mean, that's a, a creative concept. That really you know. was. And honestly, they should have pumped it into the air, <laughs> the air stream. By prerogative now. like Exactly. They did do that. Uh, they handed out those wristbands when we went to Radio City. But, that's um, true. Yeah, there was a perfect opportunity to promote perfume that, you know, went overlooked. But thankfully, we got it in the pit. Oh, we sure did. <laughs> so we left reeking of fantasy. Everybody had some. Everybody had one. <laughs> wow. Um, so then it switches into the next act. <clears throat> yes. And this is, I think, probably my favorite interlude of the show. Uh, mm, yeah, I would say yeah. 
I mean, there was people on stage for it. Like, unlike the other ones, were like, were just projections. Video interludes. This one had, like, the dancers giving us... Sexy... I remember um, they were, like, crawling, like, on the edge of the stages. Like, it was just... I loved it. And it was a good mix, and it was, like, dark. Definitely. I'm trying to remember. Like, somebody, like, comes out and grabs their crotch. Maybe it's Jay. Jay Fuse, maybe. Like, somebody's, like, really being aggressive with the audience. Yeah, it's the... um. <clears throat> remember when we were in Atlantic City, I asked him to teach me the choreo and he was like i'm not in that number oh oh yes yeah which i'll tell you that story yeah that was so embarrassing i I can't believe i did that um actually i'm glad you did that that was kind of iconic iconic. right okay yeah 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 i mean at this point we're how many episodes in like nothing's embarrassing to me anymore i don't give a shit exactly um and there's still more to come anyway yeah (laughs) well speaking of embarrassing (laughs) we're gonna (laughs) expose mimus in this episode um so uh, get naked happens and then they wheel out what is essentially a seashell with a fountain in it <laughs> and wheels on the bottom right Gaga's enigma robot is shaking <laughs> they just take a a clam a cl- <laughs> it was though it's a giant clam from the a- casino <laughs> somebody won it in a bucket yeah. they brought it out <laughs> Stuck a pole in it. Yeah, they stuck a pole in it and some water. Oh my god, it was a giant clam, and she's on a pole. <laughs> it really was a it fucking was. gigantic clam. <laughs> Who thought that that was sexy? I d- Somebody lied to her and told her that she was sexy, fly, and beautiful, and she was nothing of the sort. The fucking clam. That was probably her complete creative concept. Right. I'm sure that was like. <laughs> So we get Slave. I hear T behind the scenes that, at least in the beginning of rehearsing, she's not so hot on Slave. And my impression is that she's just bored with doing the same routine she's done since 2001. Yeah, you could tell. You can tell. Like, there are some nights where she kills it and some nights where she's, like, literally counting the steps in her head so bored and over Mm -hmm. it. I think they try to give her something cool by giving it, like, a a A stripper vibe. And she does kind of really feel herself by the end of it. Like, the end of the run of piece of me like feel like she really likes her yoga pole dancing moment yeah i think well she got super fit as yes. the show went on so it was like you could tell snatch knee was ready for yeah the pole dance the pole was like she was ready to show it off yeah in her bikinis yeah yeah you could tell she was like and i feel like night number two doing slave for you and she's over it mm-hmm. yeah i mean because we we kind of don't let her switch up slave that much she has to do the fucking right like moves. everyone wants, the original, everyone wants the original choreo so she's just giving us what we want and then we move into freak show and for our night freak show by the way as she has said in interviews is her favorite performance of the show yeah <laughs> because she doesn't have to do anything right she gets to walk around and embarrass someone and for our show it was her then boyfriend right david and i'm i love how i we were like talking about David when he's introduced and we're like, I think he looked big when we literally were in person seeing him. And I forgot that part. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Cause he was so, I have no thoughts of him. Yeah. I mean, whatever. Yeah. I it's big. hope, hope it was a fun ride. Um, Oh, <laughs> uh, David gets to be freak show bitch. He calls himself the big D I think when he, she asks her name, what's your name, sweetie. And he says the big, the D I think the D. Yeah. And we, we were like, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> we don't care for him. Dead <laughs> <Yes>. to us. <laughs> Next. Yeah. So Freak Show does not change at all also during this whole. No. <clears throat> it is the same for 47 years. Yeah. 
despite that, I forget everything when I'm eventually the freak show victim, as we'll get into in 2015. Mm-hmm. But I, I was a good sport, but I literally all knowledge of it just went out the window. Like you blacked out? I totally blacked out. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wouldn't be the only time. <laughs> um, more on that later. See you soon. <laughs> um, and then we get into do something. Which had me in, like, I was anxious the entire time that she was doing this. Yeah. Like, I remember physically being like, oh my God, she's going to fall. One of those chairs is going to slip on the stage and she's going to fall off the chair. It still is very... It's so anxiety inducing for me. Yeah. You would think the tree would be. Yeah, but that's like one very controlled movement. This is like a lot of moving parts. Yeah. Yeah. Do something When they stack the chairs, I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. It's a lot of uh, moving in heels across um, chairs and, and boxes and whatever that are like rapidly moving on stage. Yeah. This is also the year post physical trauma for me so everything oh, which one made me anxious smashing oh, my head yes that one which anything involving heights or standing on things just sent me into <laughs> full panic attack um th- this performance being one of them <laughs> well she survived she does she survived she survived the chairs and then we move into actually i think my least favorite act had the potential had the potential to be cool And really fell flat. Yeah. No, it didn't fall flat, though. The wig. (laughs) Right. That's true. We get a recreation of the video wig, basically, right? It's a curly. Yeah. I mean, like, uh, Walmart. Not... It's not as good. It's... It's like white girl on Halloween dressing as Britney. Yeah. Circus. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry to every white girl that I offended by saying that. (laughs) But, you know, it's true. (laughs) The pictures right now. (laughs) Tag us, tag us, tag us your circus look from Halloween. Um, (laughs) But yeah, I will say I kind of thought the concept of the outfit was cool with the, I don't even know what that was, like film strips around her boobs. Yeah, and sort of like circus tent umbrellas. The costumes and the dancers were really good at this part. Yes, I thought it was like ornate. It felt like the budget was there and then it just got like cut off. Yeah. Because the dancers had really cool outfits. Yes, they like fully were circus performers, which yeah. was great. The concept for the video circus is basically about, you know, a circus. She doesn't fully, that feels fully phoned in. She looks like oh. she's just counting the steps. Yeah. And then she pisses me off every time it comes to the break and she just fucking walks to the back of the stage yeah. and forward. She never did. It's like, all eyes on me with the arms. Yeah. 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 And then I'm running this and she's just literally running away. It's just like. (laughs) I liked the fire ring though. I like the fire ring. It's great, obviously. It's just, I think the only time she's had a really good circus live besides GMA is um, the actual tour, the circus tour. Yeah. Kind of unbeatable. But this was also where we got the mirror trick. That got yes. scrapped. It gets so fast, so fast, <laughs> and half of the mirrors stop working by week two. Basically, they do. They have these mirrors, but they're not mirrors; they're screens. <clears throat> and they filmed Britney doing dances that played on these screens, so they were supposed to look like mirrors. Yeah, very um, dream within a dream. Yeah, lonely, lonely, um, fighting against herself. Right. Yeah. The problem here <laughs> is that Britney, despite the screen of herself being in front of her is still <laughs> one count behind the projection. Screen. And really that's just a, a, a rule in general. Like she's always a, a beat behind like pretty much always in Vegas. Right. Like the, and, the screen would go down and then she would like be in the opposite direction. Yeah. She, 
<laughs> and it was like the second night. It's like, it's right there. Right. It's, that's you. Do that. Yeah. <laughs> and I just remember being like, oh. Yeah. Like it was, it had the potential to be cool. So eventually they just shut the screens off. They did. They got rid of the screens eventually. Yeah. Um, and- but didn't she stop wearing the wig at some point? So she would go to do the mirror trick and she'd be in front of the quote unquote mirror and in the short wig, but she'd be wearing long hair. Yeah. 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 Then the, yeah. Then she wouldn't even look like yeah, herself. The, um, the continuity was not there anymore. It was not. And by the way, this isn't for circus though. This is for, I want to go. We're like, see, I couldn't even remember what song it was. Cause I was so focused on the <clears> fact <throat> that she was a beat off. Yeah. And Oh wow. Yeah. She follows herself around going all the way and it gets scrapped as does the song eventually, which, you know, is fine. That's fine. Until you get a good concept live. I right, mean, as much as we love on me, which was like, oh, exactly. Like, hi, the raise the roof move of femme fatale tour has stuck with me forever. Because I love that we can now do it and I, people know what we're oh, doing completely. Give it up for them. Aren't they amazing dancers? Yeah. Is like, <laughs> so if you ever see me in public and I want to go starts playing, you will just see me standing there raising, raising the, roof. the roof, minimal energy. That's femme fatale tour. Femme fatale tour. Yeah. It will forever be cemented. <laughs> Um, and then we, I don't think we were a witness to this, but it happened. Well, I guess maybe we were for lucky. Yep. We were there. Mm-hmm. Mm, again, were, were you, uh, as you'll later find out, I might not have been entirely. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> honestly, a lot of this was a blur. Uh, oh yeah. This trip was blur, a blur for Brad, um, which is shocking. Really? You'd think it'd be Kyle, but in fact, <laughs> In yeah. fact, we had a Freaky Friday role reversal <laughs> where did. I had a moment. Right. Like, I was the completely sober one. But anyway. A scary thought. Um, <laughs> so. Um, we get lucky for literally five seconds. Another one which really could have, because it's so beloved, could have been blown out. It was kind of goofy looking. The concept for the circus was not a circus. Like, it, <laughs> it wasn't. Because I think about when she did Lucky in Dream Within a Dream. And how she did, like, the music box and Born to Make You Happy, which is very uh, self-referencing. Like, Mm -hmm. it was Born to Make You Happy. She's a performer. She's a ballerina. She comes out. And then it's like, oh, my God, she's a star. And they put the robe on her and it's glamorous. And she's like, and they say, like, (laughs) there's a concept. Concept. This was just like, okay, so what's another slow one that we could do? Oh, yeah. Press play and go sit over there. Sit on that. Yeah. That is the concept of lucky and it's kind of surreal and weird to see her do it just kind of there. Like right. That. Like it needs, it needs something. It needs a concept. Literally that is a high concept song. You need to illustrate it. You need to do, you need to be lucky. Right. Or like, like at least have someone play Roger Johnson from pop news. Yeah. Or give you the fucking mirror. Hold the mirror. Something. Oh yeah. <sighs> Larry. Like a mirror that doesn't have a uh, two beat ahead replica of herself replica yeah, in a wig yeah and then then we get into the finale we take it to the jungle which is the best part of the show i think overall as an act um yeah i mean i think elevates probably, it i think yeah it does it, it gets the excitement higher yeah and i i loved this interlude going into the jungle because 
we oh, were in yes. the pit yeah and so we didn't really get to fully see it from where we were but yeah but further back yeah if you like watching videos of it obviously mm-hmm. which yep. i've done they project like these insane visuals of full like, jungle yeah vines and stuff it looks so cool it from really afar. does yeah that's the thing is like really if you got any seat at the show you did get quite a spectacle mm-hmm. like they made it props to them full surround sound and sa- surround visuals yeah. that were very very stimulating it right was very they lit good. the whole place up yeah so we get a um intriguing plucking noise of a familiar sound local favorite toxic <laughs> <laughs> well before that is when willie came out oh, that is the, in the cheetah yes Whoa. yeah my god rage <laughs> I immediately fell to his knees. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, I've always been a J stan, J fuse. I literally, mm. anyway, that'll be one episode. It's just who we stand of the dancers. Right. <laughs> so they come out and they have this sort of like grunting, like cheetah moment. And then it quiets down. Yeah. And it's like the subtle, like, dun, dun, dun. I can't you see I'm calling A guy like you Should wear a warning It's dangerous I'm falling And you look up And there's a giant tree from the Amazon And a legend perched Quite uh, fearlessly uh, Yeah Standing it's on a branch so high up It's so high up And she is very daintily like tiptoeing across the branch to the tip end mm-hmm. of it um doing a very cool light version of toxic right they made it very dramatic and then she gets to the end and the music breaks into this like electric yeah moment i back to what because we've dragged toxic quite a bit yes we have but then there was <laughs> one episode where we were like we like when it gets remixed and repurposed in a way that's new and different Mm -hmm. not like a glee right or like a local never singing it this was like an elevated it really is quality professional and do you hear that toxic and then she like pushes out and everyone freaks out and the waterfalls say the waterfalls say toxic like the way that the water comes down spells it out which is crazy and I just remember her being so effing high up. That feeling like the pit in my stomach mm-hmm. dropped when she jumped. Yeah. And she just swings on through to the crowd and back. And uh, she lands very gracefully. Then it breaks into standard version of Toxic. Yeah. And she really goes off for this part. She goes off. And she honestly serves like some of her most hard hitting choreography here. Energetic. She gets thrown in the air. Every stand like points to this as like the the most vigorous part of the show when she drops to the ground and thrashes. Mm-hmm. And um, then this, when she like snaps out. Yeah. Snaps. It's, yeah. Yeah. She, she feels all of the oats during toxic. Mm-hmm. Um, and this part got a really good wig. Yes. It this had was to the be most, secure. Yeah. It was, it was a secure <laughs> wig and it was the most natural looking wig. I felt like, mm-hmm. but you know, just side note there. Well, yes. And I think that they knew that they had to amp up toxic as it is such a, renowned favorite among yeah. all they really did deliver with toxic in such oh, a big yeah. way and so she's back on ground she finishes that off then we go right into i think my favorite mix of the whole show because of the way that it's done like the the segue 
of uh, stronger into crazy. Agreed. Now you're getting into pure nostalgia. Everyone's drunk in the crowd. So like only fan favorites and like things people know. Everyone's screaming along and like crazy is such a surprise to people because they're like, oh my God, I love this song. Yeah. Um, I felt like this was a good, the way they did it was really good because it was, it was appealing to the casual fan mm-hmm. that knew the hits. Yes. It was appealing to locals. Yes. And it was also appealing to hardcore stands yeah. who wanted something that felt, to me, this felt like an updated modern version of the hits. Yeah. That oh, wasn't for sure. cheap and There's wasn't tacky. actual something more urban mix between strain, Stronger and Crazy. That's right. like... Yeah. yeah. I loved that little mix, so... Yeah, I also have to confess that I started crying during Stronger. Oh. Because um. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my God, this is... She's retiring. This is the last time I'm seeing her, and she really is stronger than yesterday. Wow. I... I she, actually, she was I, literally go, doing that hand move, you know, where she's like, Stop. no, but I do remember I kept gripping my chest to make sure that because my heart was going so fast. Oh. I was like, calm down, like calm <laughs> down. So I was having a heart attack. You were crying. Oh, I was crying. This perfume boy was perfuming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everyone was shaking. Um, yeah, I know my heart was going so fast just because I felt like I was trying to take it all in and like also record everything and like, you know, the blur of it all. This, I wish they would release this crazy mix. Me too. It, like, it's like, man, so into you. Baby, I'm so into you. You got that something, what can I do? It is a something more oh, urban moment. so good. Love that mix. Love that look. Um, and Miley, there's a video of Miley because Miley's one of the first celebrity attendees, I feel like, or like one, one of, of the closer. Yeah. And she goes off to this mix. Yeah. Rightfully so. Yeah. Then it, she does stop, which mm-hmm. is perfect. And she does her little speech. But for us, it was, we got an extra sentence because it was New Year's. Happy New Year. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, and then we, of course, end off until the world ends, which is really a great show closer. How about one more? <laughs> right, <laughs> you fucking assholes! <laughs> oh my god, wait, that isn't that's that the part where assholes. she said fucking assholes? Yeah. She so that's the like fifteen. Maybe? If you are if you are along for the ride for the whole journey with Brittany, you know that she feeds off of crowd participation and energy. And if she is having a bad night in the audience, she will make it clear in her performance level and sometimes even vocally because in one of the nights uh, the crowd was really drunk and just not giving her what she needed. So she's like ready for one more (laughs) to like silence or something. She turns around. People claim she sees people in the VIP. She doesn't like, I believe she's shading the audience for sure. Someone I also read that there were guys in the front that were screaming stuff at her. Maybe. Like heckling her. So she is out there and says the one more and there's lukewarm response <laughs> and she turns around and says, fucking assholes. Fucking assholes. <laughs> and it's so loud. It echoes. We'll play the audio. It's great. Fucking assholes. <laughs> Just, thus continuing the Britney legacy of didn't know my mic was on. Um, oh no, she knew it was on. I hope so. Yeah. Um, from... I thought they were going to fucking vamp to my pussies hanging out to fucking assholes. 
outburst knee jumps out my god um and till the world ends is fantastic and also there's an explosion of confetti Confetti. and and also uh chips and i we still have like chips from it Uh of the like little fake britney chips (laughs) um (laughs) that are like still all over my apartment and yeah and she is joyous and jumping around with the dancers and they're all hugging and doing really goofy moves with each other and uh that's the piece of me experience. That's Vegas. Wasn't that theater beautiful? Wasn't that amazing? Give it up for her. But that was not the end of our night. No, but it was the end of my memory. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> People can take everything away from you. But they can never take away your truth. But the question is... Have you subscribed? You can subscribe to It's Britney Bitch. Here on Apple Podcasts, you can follow us on Spotify... And where can you find us on social media? Where can they find you, Brad? Oh, if you want to follow me, uh, follow me at MuMuse, M-U-U-M-U-S-E, on all social platforms. Lucky. I wish mine was all consistent. You can follow it's me not. on Twitter, at TKyleMac, or Instagram, T.Kyle, or YouTube, TKyleM. She was not consistent. And what's the OnlyFans? Oh, oh. Um. <laughs> so we leave the venue and this is where I met Trisha Paytas for the first time. <gasps> this is. It is. I do remember this. Oops, I did it again. Cat suit. She's got the oops hair. Iconic. Queen. I think I told this story before in a previous episode. Right. But yeah. We're like outside and I'm like, oh my God, I'm such a big fan of yours. I just love your videos. And yeah. she's like, oh my God, I'm obsessed with you. I'm like taking BTS footage of this whole meeting. Yeah. yeah. So it was that was really a dream within a dream. Yeah, it was. And um, so that happened. And then, okay, so it's New Year's Eve. And I, at this point, was not drinking, which it literally is like role reversal. Yeah. For you and I. This literally is. Because normally I'm the drunk mess. Yeah. But I was still, this is like the period of my life where I was like anxious about everything. True. You were shook from the incident. I was shook from my head incident. So I didn't like the feeling of being drunk. Yeah. So <laughs> we go outside and it's like the dancers are rushing out to oh. go see the fireworks. And I thought New York was bad. This was worse. Literal is, zombie apocalypse. Right. Like imagine the being strip. stuck in a mall. Holy shit. Yeah. Well, we were stuck in a mall. We were stuck in a mall. Shoulder to shoulder, foot to foot, arm to face, like <laughs> tit to tit. Yeah. Like I felt at one point I was levitating because the crowd was so <gasps> That's thick. right. It was pushing us along. Yeah. And we, yeah. You, you, I just said, let it go. And to love you, to get out of the strip, you have to let go. a woman that was having a panic attack. She's like screaming. Yeah. It was me. Was, yeah. <laughs> she was like, oh my God, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. I'm like, oh my God, me neither. I'm shaking. I just met Trisha Paytas. <laughs> Queen of pop. I would say, yeah, neither, neither, neither of us were on any kind of level at that point. We all, we were like no. stone cold sober and trying to get out because it was really not scary, but like it was, I, it, it was, it was a lot, a lot. So we see like two fireworks go off and then we meet up with these gays. And do you remember <laughs> we went, we took a limo. Okay. This is where I don't know exactly what happened. I blame the altitude because I don't. Do you remember any of this? <laughs> At it all. comes in and out. So okay. what I do remember, I remember, like it was yesterday. Yes, I remember getting to the weird house. Okay, but I don't know why I don't remember before that. Okay, because well, there was a lot going on. Okay. So we went and met these gays, 
and was a group. And then we all get in a limo and this limo takes us to what we thought was a party, but it's, it was literally like we were in the flavor of love house. It was like a mansion, a mansion that you would see on like the bachelor flavor of love, rock of love. Like it was this huge gigantic house. Yeah. No one was in it. Do you remember that? It It was was completely empty. I have a photo of me on a, a pole which yes. like is like my go-to in times of worry is just to attach to a pole. Right. Um, but there I was, don't there remember. There were smoke machines and there were lights and there were lasers and there were bartenders. Yes. And it was like fully staffed. Like there was security outside. But no, no one, one was in. And in they were, the house. And they were making a big deal about the door. I remember there yeah. was, well, because Vegas in general is not our, Kyle and I are not that kind of people. We don't care about bottle service VIP shit. No. We want to walk into a bar for free and I'm fucking, like, give me a Miller light and a chair. Like literally, absolutely not. So we, that whole culture is bullshit and we hate it. Yeah. No, but, but we like, went along with but it. But we were like, okay. <laughs> like, okay, work. I'm here. <laughs> okay. Um, when in Vegas. Who were we with when we went to the mansion? I don't remember. Wasn't it Jordan? Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 So we meet up with Jordan from Breathe Heavy. Jordan from Breathe Heavy. Yeah. Who... Well, there's a long history there, but we met up there, I think, for the first time. Yeah, for the uh, first time ever. For the first time ever. He was doing his best to, like, get us into clubs and stuff. But I remember there were a lot of futile efforts, if I yeah recall. I'll take all you girls through the whole thing, because I was stone cold sober the entire <clears throat> time. So yeah. we get taken all the way out to this mansion. Yeah. And I remember I pulled up Google Maps on my phone, and we were, like, in the middle of nowhere like okay. it was, it was yes, like nothing. that i remember and i immediately was like uh this feels <laughs> alarming to me and so why did i do th- well all right i mean we all I, yeah i was like when in vegas i mean i'm down for like literally anything like yeah, so you we, know me i love a crazy moment we got into a car and just yeah so went. then we came back yeah closer to the strip and we go to this other bar <laughs> that's called share i believe Yes, and this is where my memory officially ends. Yeah, this is where you're out. <laughs> so I only know because of what I've been told I did. Right. Now, I don't know if it was this night or the following, because we went out a couple times. And I blacked out each time. You, and you blacked out every single time. Yes. So it was either this night or the following night, but Pheromone. And I do remember there was a drag queen. It, pheromone. I, there's, a, there's like a pink entity in my brain. <laughs> you have a fuzzy, blonde, pink entity. Yes. So we saw Christina of drag. <laughs> yeah, we saw Chris. You honestly probably thought it was. I probably was like, I cannot believe we're at Bionic Tour. Yeah, so it was Pheromone, and she performed a song from Burlesque. Did she really? Yeah, I you literally probably don't know. thought you were seeing Christina. I'm probably so happy. Yeah, in my head. you you were very happy. Okay, all right. So um, while performing, Pheromone's entire ball sack fell out. This I only know from you telling me. Yeah, and I'm like. Yes, like I love a tit. Like if something falls out, like I, I live. So yeah, that's where things get crazy. And thank God I was sober because we go to leave and there is not a way to get home. All the cabs are not picking anyone up. Uber's down. Like literally everyone's. It's a gay panic yeah. outside. Like everyone is freaking the fuck out because no cars will come to this bar. If I remember correctly, I attempted to and maybe yelled at people. You you were not having it at all. <laughs> you were very much like, why can't we get a car? Okay. 
and I'm like pan. I'm I was in t- internally panicking, but I'm like, I got this. It's fine. Right. So my dumbass pulls up Google Maps and is like, Oh, you know what? Actually, that's not a far walk. We live in New York. We got this. So I just start walking right. So it's me and you. Yeah. yeah. In, in the desert. Basically, the desert. Yeah. Kind of horrifying now that I think about it. Oh, extremely. And I'm like walking, and I'm like, Oh, this is a lot longer than I thought. Yeah. And so then I see the Rio. I remember seeing the Rio and I'm Uh like, we're going to go to the Rio and we're going to call a car from the Rio. We can make it there. You are out of it. You're Uh, just like, wow, (laughs) this is really far. Like, where's the hotel? And I'm like, oh my God, we're going to get killed in the middle of Vegas. It's all my fault. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. I have no memory of this stroll. Well, it's good because we started getting like eyed down by like truckers that were like parked on the side of the, it was, oh yeah, I'm confessing it now to you. (laughs) So we're walking and all of a sudden this woman in a minivan cab Mm. sees us and like, she's like wide eyed. Like she looks like, Oh my God, I got to get them. And she like comes up and she's like, what are you boys doing all the way out here? And I was like, I don't know. And I was like, can we have a ride? And she's like, get in, get in, get in. And she kind of freaked me out a little bit because it made me feel like we were actually getting saved from something that would have been. Meanwhile, I'm like, Hey, you were, you're like, can we go to, you were like, I'm really hungry. (laughs) I was like, okay, there's a subway by our hotel. Oh my God. So she takes us back to our hotel and it was so far away. And I remember I was like getting emotional because at this point I'm like, I didn't want you to see that I was free. (laughs) I was like, oh my God, I really, really, we were like, I was having a great time. Yeah. And, um, I wonder who it was. She took us to Subway and then took us back to the hotel. She was so sweet. She took us to Subway and then the hotel? Mm-hmm. Cuz she like was very adamant that we got home safe. Like Are she you was serious? She was very much like I'm going to make sure you boys get home safe. Oh wow. Yeah. I didn't realize so, it was a two stop Whoever situation. that was, it was New Year's Eve 2013. Yeah, I don't know if that was Glenn Close or <laughs> you saved us near the Rio <laughs> and took us to Subway and And I don't even remember you, but you are my hero. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. So then so the crazy next that I night, don't drink. All right. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So then the next night we go out to a gay club and this is where we had the VIP list and we went up to the second right. floor. It was like piranha, oh, piranha, something with a fish. Piranha. Yeah. And triple A girls were performing. Alaska. Yes. Willem. Uh, oh, this is bad. Alaska. Willem. I thought it was. a. <laughs> well, we were excited. They well, were there. Great. Yeah. <laughs> We were on the second floor. We were watching it from the second floor. So this is where I'm going to expose Brad for a quick second here. Uh, um, I don't even know what's coming. I personally believe that you had a huge crush on Jordan. Wow. Mm-hmm. Why? What did I do? You were kind of thirsty. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Which is fine. And <laughs> I mean, it's very possible. It I mean, it would have been, done... been such a cute couple. Yeah. Two short, angry tops. <laughs> Who love music. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll address this maybe in the Q&A or something, because people did ask about how you we... and Jordan. Yeah. Um, you were just thirsty. Okay. But that's like... Like you were crushing on him. I was all for it. I'm like, this happening over here, I'm It may it. have... That may have crossed my mind, mm-hmm. but I didn't want to cross the line. It's like two little twunks. Uh, yeah. Two, yeah. So, <laughs> but... The thing is, so we had been talking for years before that, like on Skype. Oh. Yeah. Like we we even did like a Mew Mews, a Moo Moos and Breathe Heavy five singles that never were thing where we cross collaborated on our sites. And You're he, Pretty Girls. We did moment. a Pretty Girls moment where we did like 
the songs singles that never were on each other's sites. I would see him here, and then we saw him there, obviously. So there was like, I don't, I don't know. Would you say he's <laughs> the one that got away? No. <laughs> what are you talking about? Hey, it's me, Katie. <laughs> That's one of her songs, isn't it? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Kathy. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. You know what? It happened. Sometimes you have a crush on someone. I guess, but I guess it took you exposing that because I feel like I was trying to be, it was also like Britney blogger boys and I wanted to like have that be a thing of like us. I don't know what I'm saying. You had a vision. I had a vision love. of, oh my God. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. No, no. Wouldn't it be the first fan you slept with? <laughs> <laughs> I only say this because I'm like, I'm a flop. Like, I don't get I- any. So, <laughs> <laughs> whatever. It is what it is. It's fine. That was then. This is now. That was her. This is me. <laughs> this is me. I fucked that up. Like, <laughs> anyway, so I remember. You were like, we have to go upstairs to the, like where the VIP is because that's where her dancers are. And I'm like, okay. So we go up to that second floor uh-huh. where it was like the little um, thin, narrow. You like had to hold onto the railing to, it was like an open. Yeah. Yeah. So Britney's dancers were up there. Yes, I do remember that. Which was cool for me for about two seconds. And then I had a full blown panic attack. Do you remember when I left? Nope. No. <laughs> yeah. I hid literally everything from you. I feel like uh, this is wow. This is got, therapy. We were in danger. Yeah. Um, that was my fault. I had a full blown panic attack at Piranha. And I know that was consoled I tried... by drag queens. Oh, what? Yeah. Pfft. You were totally blacked out. Uh, yeah. Oh, I know. I, I, the next day they told me that I, I do remember our sit down brunch or breakfast, whatever the next day after it, when they like told me, informed me that I either made out with or tried to make out with one of Jordan's friends. Oh, you made got out. called out like at the brunch At the table. brunch. Like, oh, remember when you tried making out with me in the bathroom stall and you were like, Ugh. yeah. And I was like, oh, what, what, what happened there? What did he do? I still question <laughs> the validity of that statement for the record, because I wouldn't say that. I was here for it. I was like, oh, drama brunch. I know it. you were there for it, but I mean like the, How the are you? <laughs> You know what? I mean, we've all had our moments. We've we've had some moments in Vegas. Gays are always at it, so that's true too. Who cares? Life is short. You could get hit by a car tomorrow, so I fuck probably it. Will. If you want to suck a dick, go suck a dick. <laughs> Worldly wisdom yeah. from T. Kyle. Worldly wisdom. <laughs> Life is short. Suck a dick. Suck a dick. And buy glory on iTunes. Buy glory. Okay. okay. Anyway, so we're there, and then. I have a full panic attack because at this point I'm scared of heights. And so when we went to the second floor, I was like death gripping. Oh, you, I remember the view. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. And I did not let go of that railing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. So I go downstairs. I have a panic attack, but anyway, I forget the blizzard happens and we get stuck there for extra days. So there's a blizzard. First of all, before we get to that, as the blizzard's happening, coincidentally, this is tying in with pop culture because Gaga and Christina perform do what you want duet on the voice. And I have a fucking video of you bursting through the closet doors (laughs) doing Christina's scream voice. And they, yeah, they do the duet. Oh, that's right. While we're stuck in Vegas. Uh huh. There's nothing to that except iconic. Yeah. It was iconic. (laughs) Yeah. 
that was just, and that was like New Year's Day or something. Yeah, because we were stuck for literally seventeen thousand oh we days. For a while. Um, um, yeah. So I remember, I just had a panic attack because this railing. <laughs> we went up to the balcony and I felt the floor vibrating. A very observant like, friend. Um, I was like, I gotta go downstairs for a minute. I have to go to the bathroom. Panic attack. Okay. Really fun. Fun year. I'm super just observant. Full of gay anxiety. Yeah. Um, well, <laughs> still there you am. Go. So there was one of the other nights that you went back out. So one of the nights, this is crazy to me and honestly scary, but it's fine. Clearly. (laughs) Yeah. I go back out with Jordan and his friends. They, and I have like pictures of that night that I can remember of him and I playing pool. And I literally remember sitting down next to him in a booth at that bar and then you waking me up is the next memory I have. I have in New York or (laughs) I yeah, don't know we, what fucking happened to me. I We were like, I remember, I was like, we have to get to the airport by like 5 a.m. or 5.30 a.m. Yeah. So you're like, okay, fine, I'll be back later. So I'm like, I pass out, you get home, and I get up. Who knows how? I, I, don't, I don't know. Okay. Well, I, I just he, remember trying I, to wake you up. He and definitely you were like, like made sure I got home. You were like, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> and I was like, no, like, you have to get up right now. Like, we have to go to the airport. And you're like, yeah. <laughs> And I'm just, I'm impersonating you right now. You guys can't see it at home, but basically Brad just looked at me with this like clueless smile and just did not move. Oh my God. And then God. I started shaking you. I was like, no, Brad, like get, stand. I was like, we got to pack. We got to go. We got to get on a plane. Like we, our flight is now. And you're like, yeah. I was <laughs> serving femme fatale Yeah. So I eventually just like pulled you out of bed, started packing your stuff. You started moving. We get to the plane. Oh, and shit. I just remember turning around to look at you and you were just like wide-eyed like <laughs> literally like, the Britney, excited to go back to new york and you're like the 2012 <laughs> britney face of her walking down the red carpet like with no fucks in the sunglasses it is exactly that gif with the sunglasses off i i believe it was the dryness of the air it was and the Your vocals were dry <laughs> my vocals were dry i don't that is the only time i've ever blacked out and it was oh. three nights in a row in vegas basically mm-hmm. I don't know how. I don't know that I went that hard on the drinking or what, but every time I went out, I don't exactly remember getting back. Yeah. Literally what happened in Vegas. Such a stereotype. It stayed in Vegas until this podcast. Until this podcast, <laughs> but clearly. you know what? We survived and so did she. So did she. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. So thank you for rescuing me. It sounds like several times. Oh, of course. Anytime. And, and Jordan did, I guess, as well. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, I got you. Yeah, as I was trying to make out with everyone. <laughs> It was, I thought it was so fucking funny. <laughs> I just like, thank God that that anxiety has gone away. Literally, how long was it? Like how, what? Anything involving heights for like a good year. Yeah. Really just set me off. Wow. Yeah. So this went deep. It did. Um. So that was Vegas. Yeah. I fucking loved it. It was a blast. Yeah, same. <laughs> um. But speaking of drag queens, actually, in Peace of Me, there was uh, another artist that went to Vegas to go see Piece of Me. That's right. We start to get <laughs> we start to get celebrities doing freak show. Um, and going backstage. And going backstage. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's right. I was going to wait for you to say it because I don't know how to pronounce it. Stephanie Germanata. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> so a lucky fan uh, from New York City, an Italian fan, uh, gets picked to go backstage and meet Britney in a special meet and greet. Uh, Stephanie Germanata is her name. And we get from that interaction the most unflattering photo of both of them, I think, that exists. Yeah. But it's, it's 
so iconic because they're it's so, so iconic. drag queens. They both look like flat out drag queens. And it's amazing. And it really, it was a unifying moment for both standums. It sums up that year pretty well. <laughs> it does. It's just like drag. They, they came together and then had barbecue backstage. <laughs> and grits. <laughs> grits and barbecue. Oh my God. And then pretty much this year, I mean, we <clears throat> had a, a fan moment of our, our own. We got to do a review for Britney.com or Britneyspears.com. Yes, we did a... Oh my God. It's been deleted, I think. It's been deleted. It's, like, it's not online anymore. Well, thing, so like, it's not deleted. It's just that um, that archived. whole... <laughs> our, yeah, they were like, archive this. No, that whole like transition from the BritneySpears.com website, like everything, like older posts, like all... Right. Took got, over. Yeah. So all of that is like gone because they didn't transition it. So you have to take our word for it. You'll just have to take our word for it. But we did it. And we did it. we just gave you an, another review, so... Yeah, so we had... <laughs> pretty much been erased it was me kyle and jordan mm-hmm. and we did an interview with um the artist formerly known as britannica yes and that turned uh, that was with the real human behind britannica the real human behind and we we did it via gchat i we believe did. i don't know if it's a man or a woman but <laughs> i'm not gonna say anything so yeah we won't reveal never you'll know. never know i'll never tell <laughs> who's britannica um <laughs> You'll but have to wait and never see. <laughs> wait and never see. However, I will say, um, so I'm dragged frequently on forums, and I often don't look. <laughs> but Oh, I want to keep looking, because I, I keep getting called a fucking twink. No, Everyone's I like, oh don't. my god, the, that, those fucking twinks from the Britney podcast. And I'm like, oh my god, thank you so much. I'm so flattered. This was a um, one of my favorite drags came out of that review, because oh. we are asked what we wore to the concert. I pretentiously answered that I wore a tank top and layered that with a jacket and I'll never forget it was in exhale one of the commenters like quote tweeted that part of the interview and they were like it's called wearing a jacket not layering you stupid fuck (laughs) they like dragged me saying I was layering it it's like you just wore a jacket you idiot (laughs) like well, I'm so glad that we're here and we can unpack this trauma. <laughs> How did that make you feel? Uh, well, I mean, I guess it kind of uh, taught me that I still don't know anything about fashion terms. and Looks a little peasanty. <laughs> they basically were like, shut the fuck up. Um, yeah, I found that to be a skull drag that to remember. You really have gotten dragged a lot. Yeah. I, th- I mean, that's why like, I post 20... 20- 2014 like my standum level it's never gonna be like what it was in the 11 to 13 years where i was like so over the top and like annoying because like anytime i happen to see a subtweet or something it just destroys me so i don't i have to be stronger than yesterday but i enjoy it please keep calling me a twink i i don't really feel like that's an insult makes me feel feel skinny I feel like if people call me a twink, that wouldn't be the worst. No, it's a youthful, skinny legend. Um, um, please, I'll take that any day. Uh, yeah. No, I get more like, shut the fuck up. Momos. Momos with your 12 <laughs> gay fans. That is a real drag, too. We didn't just come up with that. No, th- this is an actual drag. That's because of Apple Pie and a local dragged me and yeah. said, I would not believe Momos and his, or and whatever his name is and his 12 iconic. gay fans. It's now iconic. Everyone now I, that Everyone. knows you calls you Moomoo's now. 12 people, let's be clear. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so that Britney review really taught me that um, wearing a jacket isn't 
layering. Wow. <laughs> well, speaking of iconic drags, this year, Miss Brittany got cheated on, allegedly, by stocky top known as David, her boyfriend, and dragged him when her mic came on <laughs> during Peace of Me. Yes, in Peace of Me, you get three live mic moments. The, <laughs> the beginning, where she says, well, how's this? The theater's beautiful. It's a freak show when she asks your name, sweetie. And the ending when she says, thank you. So, <laughs> Literally it. <laughs> Luckily, when she did Freak Show, we got the most bitter knee yeah, that we've snapped. ever had. She snapped. Sassy knee jumped out. We get two variations of it across two different nights. She's like hyping up with her girls and she's like, The best thing about your boyfriend cheating on you is that you get to go on another first date. Oh, and she had a first date! Oh my God! <laughs> And that's like, that caused like headlines and scandal. And then she upped the ante. Everybody knows that my boyfriend cheated on me. But the best thing about your boyfriend cheating on you is that you get to have a one night stand. Oh my God. Yeah, she um, popped off. She need released. (laughs) She did. She, um, Called him out, ended his career, ended him, and uh, he was nowhere to be found or heard from again. Yeah, um, like ever again. Probably listening to this podcast. Well, and this is the last time we're going to talk about him. So, um, bye, David. Happened. Yeah, see ya. Bye, sweetie. Um, Thank you for coming. <laughs> thanks so much. You're amazing. Good luck with your tits. <laughs> Good luck with your stocky top tits. <laughs> Hot. My type. Your type. <laughs> God, my kind. Dun, Hillary. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, anyway. Anyway. So. This is the year where pretty much it's just Vegas in terms of appearances, but we do get a 0.5 second appearance this year in the Billboard Awards where she says, I'm such a huge fan of yours in a JLo montage that's like recorded on iPhone 2. It's horrible. And also they do the thing that TRL, not TRL, MTV and vmas and a lot of award shows do where they're like a special appearance by britney spears oh it was not special everyone's shaking everyone's like here comes the medley here comes b9 b10 oh my god and it was her on an iphone yeah she had no idea who she was that is a signature britney thing (laughs) to hype something up for a day week year and then be like it's an iphone Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) anyway anyway so she doesn't really make any other appearances until <clears throat> later in the moments um, in the year. Yeah. But there was a moment that happened this year that to me stands out a lot in terms of like overarching Britney moments, celebrities sticking up for her, defending her. Yeah. When people make fun of Britney or like whatever, I'm, how do I feel about it? I, it like makes me mad because what am I trying to say here? I don't know, but you're starting to cry. Uh, I am not. <laughs> um, My point is that <laughs> no celebrities really talk shit about her. No, ever. that's like what like she's kind of known. Right. She's always been known celebrities. for being humble, easy to work with. If Mariah sweetheart. knows you, that's saying something. That is fair. And still compliments you still to compliments. this day. Um, she's been very highly regarded by the community. Yes. And Zoe Saldana from Crossroads shouts her out on Watch What Happens Live. Have you seen Britney Spears' show in Vegas? And have you heard her single without auto-tune? Have I, 
Have I heard a, one of her singles without... They oh, released have I, a song um, recently without auto-tune. Oh, okay. Well, that's mean, because I'm pretty sure that 80% of our our musical artists uh, would be mortified right. if if they're if they're song if they were caught singing without their own auto tune. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen her show in Vegas. I have a huge amount of respect for Britney Spears, and I like I've always said this, and I will always continue to say it. Uh, she was the one big big celebrity that I met when I was starting to work in Hollywood, who literally. Um, was humble and whatever was going on in her mind or in her world, it was never about hating her neighbor. She was the only nice. pop star at that time, and I can name a lot of prominent figures right now that still to, uh, that today are more famous than Britney that literally got to where they were at by hating on Britney a lot because it was cool at one time to really just diss her, and Britney never did that. So still to this day, and yeah, she had the biggest fan base, and I do believe that people and children gravitate to good energy, and she, she's definitely in abundance of that. Mm. Very good. I love that answer. To me, kind of just like sums up kind of how we feel on this podcast. Yeah. And she kind of represents, you know, like she had the onset experience with her and mm -hmm. she had nothing but glowing things to say and is has also vigorously defended her as has Taryn Manning. Like they yeah. both were just like in the worst times still coming out strong for her. Right. And wasn't you know? she promote or was this the time of Avatar? Yeah, I think so. So she was like, she's, yeah, she's might, like a. It might not have been, but it, regardless, she was. There was something happening, right? Like Zoe's big, yeah. And for her to like come out and say this was like huge, and she was very being very serious about it. She was. I think we stand. We definitely stand, Zoe. I mean, I feel like a lot of celebrities get kind of defensive in the way that we do, mm -hmm. because it's like they want the soundbite, they want the the drag, and only a few times, Adrian Bailon has somebody like given a negative a negative but i think there's a protectiveness with a lot of celebrities yeah like us in this podcast right which we sometimes dance around things right like <clears throat> oh her mic was only on three times during vegas slay we Iconic. stand queen yeah. of pop don't ever talk shit about britney spears <laughs> ever a vocalist yeah so that pretty much sums up that section of this year yeah but then we get a little bit of like musical rumblings and some product need moments. So, speaking of music, uh, yeah, it should be easy. Which it should be. Well, it should not be that single, single. Was threatened as the third single off Britney Jean. Yeah. Um. There was this weird, confusing moment where they started to upload songs from Britney Jean onto her YouTube, and it should be easy was one of them. Now that I found you, got now that I found and you, I was shaking because I was like, <gasps> yes. maybe that'll be it. And then they instead service like several remixes of dick dick boom which no one's here for no i mean luckily there's none, some... none of this went anywhere so no no this was purely three people on forums know that any of this was even happening right yeah the the remixes came out it should be easy threatened as a single and nothing really happens and everyone forgets about it thank well until this podcast <laughs> <laughs> until we dug up the controversy of britney jean which half right. people like didn't even know there was a vocal controversy and we're like oh yeah. sorry but now everyone sees it yeah and hears it yeah i feel like after that episode of getting that thought that i've kept private for so long out in the public mm -hmm. now i feel like I can listen to Britney Jean and enjoy it with humor and fun. Yeah. Do you feel that? Like I kind of went back 
and listened to it and I right. enjoyed it because I was like, okay, now this is off my chest and now people kind of know how I feel about it. Yeah. I mean, I'm always going to have to it. like, I'm always going to feel a way about it, but right. it's, it's getting to the point where it's funny. Right. Like it's, to stand, you have to let go. You, you really do. I like that quote to, that you said. Yeah. You, you really do. You really do. So <laughs> <laughs> to stand, you have so, to let someone else. Yeah. Speaking songs. of letting things go, luckily her team let go the idea of having a third single from Britney Jean because it just died. <laughs> it just dies. And then she immediately starts. Well, actually right before this also just a little nerd note. Um, the Dev Hines demo that he was trying to get on to Britney Jean leaks. And it's like a very left of center, weird, vibey, blood orange kind of song. It's like very rough demo, but that's just like further proof that there was an attempt mm. that just didn't happen. And then <laughs> it's, it's just poetic in some ways. We get a song on RuPaul's album in yeah. 2014 called Adrenaline. So... After this whole, like, Maya moment that we talked about in the Maya last Marie. episode, <clears throat> which at the time, I don't feel like I talked about this song in 2014, like, ringing alarm bells for me. Maybe I did, maybe I didn't, but, like, now we want to bring it out, we're going to bring it out. So there was a song on RuPaul's album called Adrenaline with Maya, and it sounds exactly like Body Ache, tick tick boom like it literally could be on britney jean and flow yeah. perfectly if you're pondering the thought about the things we talked about in the last episode go to spotify press play in the song and then go listen to Body Ache. It's, and then tweet us. It's a fun song. Podcast. <laughs> yeah. It is. It could easily be a Britney song. Yeah. Adrenaline's good. Again, just in, just to like reiterate, we feel no ill will towards Maya. I, no, I really like Maya and have had conversations with her. And like, she's a good person. And we don't... Like, there was, a, as I said, there was like a little backlash at the beginning about right. like, how dare you? But it's like, she was doing her job just as she did on Circus and Femme Fatale. So like, you're going to have to dial that back way down. So she um, happens to get a feature on RuPaul's album and is a fun bop. So if you want to listen to that, go listen to that and tell us what you think about the vocals. That pretty much sums up any musical moments. But then the conservative mommy businesswoman jumps out this year because she's expanding her perfume empire and moving into intimates. Something more intimate? <laughs> the That's right. Intimate Britney Spears collection. The Britney Spears brand, The Empire, expands into lingerie, pajama wear, and uh, just general comfy clothes. Sweatpants. Sweatpants, which I own. <laughs> you do. I do. In, first impressions of the line. <laughs> the lines, really. There were several collections. Well, I'm, I don't wear women's clothes. So, oh. like, I can't speak to that. Well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. But first impressions, I will say, I felt like this was high end for mm. Britney. It looked expensive. The logo is amazing yeah the branding is amazing the videos were done really well the commercials i loved how they did all these different like poems 
the visuals were great. The photos were great. I thought the collection looked good. I don't mean I don't I didn't wear any of it, so like I can't. I don't know if like the fabrics were like you I know, can the attest, pieces were made well or like if they're comfortable or whatever. I can attest that the sweatpants remain comfortable years later. Yeah, but like I thought <clears> overall, because <throat> I mean for Britney, it's like you know fantasy stage twist remixed fourteen thousand times mm. Maui fantasy femme fatale bed photo. Mm-hmm. This to me felt like chic and classy for her. It definitely did. I think it was an attempt to make Britney Spears a brand, like even more. I so. felt like they were mature. This felt mature <clears throat> for her. It did. Like okay. taking it out of like younger and then marketing towards the youthful professional yes. woman. Yes. And she said that she, it was a passion project of hers mm-hmm. for an un, what, a year or two years, allegedly um, that she had been working on. This was her baby. I thought it looked really nice. Again, I cannot, I'm not a fashion expert. I don't know what layering is. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> um, I know. I just wear black t-shirts and black pants. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, us talking about fashion is uh, no, but um, I will say that I thought that the rollout was really nice and it, there was a lot of promo. Some of the pictures were a bit Photoshop me for me as far as like, yeah, the one which I don't know if it was the first line or whatever line it was where, there's a vine wall, like yeah. a wall of vines. You can see where like they clearly photoshopped something out of the vine wall. And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. The photo where she's in the bikini in the pool. Yeah, that's good. Fierce. Yeah. It was a great project, side project, creative project. The problem was that it lasted probably three months in total. And then it ended abruptly. There was a presentation to kick off the intimate Britney Spears that I was in attendance for at the New York Public Library. Oh, that's right. See, this to me was like rich. Yeah. For Britney. <clears throat> yeah, it was. It was super classy. Because at this point, we had, I, the last product she had done is like the perfumes. Yeah. And I mean, aside from the Twist commercial, which we... Right, we stand. But stand. like, it's still all perfume. So this was like an entirely different right. genre. So I'm at uh, the Intimate Britney Spears launch... I am dressed awfully at this event. I'm f- serving full Jewish nerd fantasy. Um, and I'm overwhelmed. I ask the staff if I can take things. They say no. There's like there's like cutouts of her and shit. And I'm just like eyeing <laughs> things like a stand while there's like actual fashion people there or like whatever, buyers for things. There's like a little water and a chocolate on the seat. And then this fanciful music. It's like electronic-ish music or whatever. And one by one, these like models come out on stage and they're like posing. And then finally she comes out looking ravishing and red. That was a good jumpsuit. That was a really good, like a really professional good conservative yeah. mommy knee, conservative knee jumpsuit. I don't even knee. think it was, I don't even think it was conservative. Maybe not. Which by the way, I love, I can't stop saying that now. Uh, like well, conservative mommy is my new favorite thing. <laughs> that is you. Yeah. <laughs> Like conservative mommy is the new Bobby. That's true. Yeah. Um like the tits were showing. She got a fierce jumpsuit. Like this to me was true. she was running for election of some sort. This was modern, mature woman. Okay. For her. Yeah, it was. It looked really good and obviously I was dying. Um and I'm like inside being like, Oh my god, sing breathe on me. But um <laughs> she just like stepped out and said, I think like three sentences, you know, and then like walked away. And so that was live vocals and uh we stan yeah it was bizarre to see her in that light businesswoman knee 
but yeah she loves playing a character she does i'm sure she <laughs> she was like i'm going to be the versace of bras so she presented that in new york mm-hmm. then she goes on a global tour of this thing she goes to various countries i think she hits london first yeah she went a couple places yeah she does london uh, then she goes over to Poland. She goes to Germany. She goes, the Denmark one was crazy. Denmark was like a giant concert, huge arena. And she's like, walks out and is like, hey, yeah. and then leaves. Throughout all of this, she has to do so much promo and interviews like crazy. And she is actually delivering really good interviews. She is. She's being a feminist. You know, women of all sizes can wear this. And I wanted to make sure everyone can wear this. And she jumps out with her feminist knee moment and says, What kind of um, message do you want to send with this brand of underwear? I would like to send for women just to feel more confident and to be more loving to themselves. I don't think you need a man in this world anymore. I think you just need yourself and a little love and a bath. And um, that's what this lingerie is all about. Wow. I mean... Felt that. Gloria Steinem shaking. (laughs) Um... During this time, they also ask her about music um, because it's been a minute since Britney Jean and nobody heard it. So they were like, when's music coming out? Yeah, it was like also, it was a weird that she was like doing intimates and Peace of Me in Vegas. Yeah, so completely. So they're like, hey, what's coming up? And she describes the upcoming album, which we would come to know as Glory, although this was still the first album before glory that was she was working on that was like the pretty girls sessions right um she was describing these sessions as artsy fartsy i want to do something very artsy fartsy um something i've never done before i even have like if it's just just you know go take a left lane and go into a little bit of rock or um rock pop you know just do something really kind of out there and different oh yeah so she's teasing something that sounds like an experimental rock album is coming. Instead, we get pretty girls. Yeah. So she was right. <laughs> I thought overall, the oh, yeah. Intimates, which also have a moment in Necky Menage, where it's like, <laughs> Brinteresting, Brintimate, really cool. Overall, I thought it was a good move for her. I think it was a good move for her. I'm just upset that it lasted literally three months. Like, yeah. they do the launch, and then immediately the... Sh- the site like basically gets canceled and then it gets like liquidated out into other websites and it's just gone. And doesn't that happen though with fashion? I literally don't know, but I just felt like it was a little sudden to be like closing up shop, but I, I genuinely don't know. Um, Because it wasn't merch. It was like, it was just one, like for Kohl's, she did those Kohl's lines. It was like available for three months and then gone. True. But like they, it was successful. They had her back for a second true round so that's why i don't know i mean i don't think it it wasn't successful because you know i i was disappointed for her because i felt like if we were to believe that this was like really a passion project for her for a while it's like maybe it could have continued as an online exclusive yeah i just i kind of liked that because i just felt like we were bombarded with so much we haven't even really talked about the ads they were they they grew more insane as time went right. on with the poeticness. She was just fully saying words that had no yeah. meaning together. Anemone. Like, I am the 
dramatic beauty of a city at night. Moonlight silhouettes the curves of my body and the sharp lines of thin black strings that keep the dash of daring mesh and scalloped edges where they belong. What I wear when the sky is silky black and tomorrow is a promise waiting to be kept. The intimate Britney Spears collection inspired by silk silhouettes and promises. They're so dramatic. And they're so dramatic. And they're literally just adjectives that yeah. don't go anywhere. They they did absolutely get more insane. But I'm happy she got to do it. And I'm happy I got to see her in such a weird, unconventional, you know, end of fashion show. There's a really good vine that I think Jay Moore made. Of her coming out. Of her coming out to Slumber Party. That but happened he, years he remade late. it later. Like oh. years later and she like walks out and then she goes and takes the mic and it's like i think i see him <laughs> and just cuts off that's remember that right. one that's so good yeah. yes and then isn't the only product moment that she has because we get another fantasy because every <laughs> month has one every stage has one <laughs> yes fantasy stage edition drops and i don't think this gets anything does it i don't even know Um, at this point i mean we've dated this podcast already because there's already been new ones yeah by the time you hear this podcast there will have already been another one announced rainbow fantasy old (laughs) (laughs) yeah so that kind of wraps up the bulk of the year yeah however there is something that starts this year there's something brewing on the internet there is someone someone's been logging in someone got access to her account she did and this is something that will only get more and more and more and more brinteresting and brintimate <laughs> as the years go on but Brittany gets her login yeah. for instagram in 2014 she sure does or at least is submitting it to someone who is uploading some very um personal footage <laughs> literally <laughs> but actually personal um i believe the first thing that we ever get that's like what the fuck i think yeah is she's out strolling with her puppies turns around and says i'm bored <laughs> bye <laughs> yeah um this immediately of course goes to brazil becomes a remix yeah um, doesn't she like the boys are ahead of me they're running the boys are ahead of me they're running i'm bored, Woof, I'm bored. And then we later get her at the skate park <laughs> and her screaming, just do it, baby. Just do it. And that becomes just do it. I'm bored. The remix. Yes, there is. Um, There's a club. I have played this at Britney nights before. Oh, yeah. Just do it, baby. Just do it. Um, Britney Jean did not get a third single. However, <laughs> we did get a single this year. And it was her most personal. I'm bored. Just do it. And it's a bop. It really is. It goes off. I mean, I remember. 
It's like the break the ice birds. I remember when people, <laughs> I fucking hate her fans. When she was at the skate park and she screamed, just do it. The fans were like, oh my God, vocals. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it was remix. Everyone was like, oh my God, vocals yeah, like to like. Literally re- live vocals <laughs> that they can remix. So we took those and ran with it. Um, then she gives us a very left lane impression of Woody Woodpecker. This is my impression of a Woody Woodpecker. (laughs) 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 Oh my God, you could do it too. Wow, oh my God. (laughs) Oh my God. I'm an artist. So we get that. And then finally we get a very amazing meme slash gif of her fucklessly riding away in a scooter (laughs) (laughs) oh my god that one is so good it's really good that's like her running away from domination right like just (laughs) that probably was going to be a domination prop that (laughs) and tour outfit (laughs) oh you say it now but it was yeah so we get the um, emancipation of instagram knee we do 2014 and it only gets better but this is like the first more personal it's also a song Keeps. But. Yep. Oh, no, not that. How dare you bring up uh, Christina Aguilera when talking about better off of Glory. Oh, oh. <laughs> the conservative Britney Stan just jumped out. Yeah, you're right. I was going to say, so much better. better. Not keeps, keeps getting. getting better. Yeah. Well, I think I think both apply in this situation. True. Um, in any case, yeah. So we have um, only ups, I would say, this year. I feel like. We get the confidence back in Vegas as far as fans of being mm-hmm. like, she's back in a good place. We get, okay, she's expanding the brand. And then we get, she's getting more personal in an honest way. Mm-hmm. So I think this was a win all around for us in 2014. Yeah. Uh, well. Oh. Because I'm thinking of Pretty Girls. But like, you know. Well, we'll that's there. 2015. I know, but it's like. It's looming. You feel it. Yeah. Next year is going to be quite an episode as we dive into my unreleased documentary series. Oh. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And Pretty Girls, which happened at the exact same time. We get remixed, reimagined, still iconic. Brad filmed a top secret documentary Uh that's going to blow the lid off of all of that (laughs) and expose everything. Yeah. Just like I exposed him in this episode. Sure did. Yeah. Didn't see that coming. All around the world. Pretty girls. All around the world. Somewhat girls. Wiping the floor with (laughs) boys and somewhat girls. Wow. With Igloo Azalea. I like Iggy. I like Iggy too. We'll get there. I also got stories about her. I can tell you. I got into a Twitter fight with Iggy at this time. Was it about the Pizza Hut thing? N- uh, no, that was I was not involved in that. I literally, Brittany is the reason I got in a fight with t- Iggy Azalea. Igloo Azalea. Who Igloo called her Az- Igloo again? Me, but also oh. a lot of. <laughs> <laughs> I think Azalea Banks started it, oh. but I'm I'm. But anyway, 2014, I go to and I believe it's this year. Um, Iggy's album drops, and I go to the album release party, and I meet Iggy, and it's a lovely time. And man, she's like three times your height. Well, the picture is hilarious of us together. Yeah. Like it's fully just me and like right. Yeah. You were probably like staring at her knee. I was literally looking at knee, Igni. <laughs> <laughs> and I go home and I tweet like a positive review of the album, and somebody replies and they were like what does it sound like or something to that effect and i replied not tweeting her but replying to this fan being like it sounds like she's trying to be keisha or something with a gif of britney saying it 
Iggy quote RTs me and it says, Bradley, I thought we had a very nice time at the album release party. I find this very rude that you would do this and say this to me. And Tyler Oakley jumps in and he's like, he he didn't mean it. It was a Britney inside joke. Right. And then she eventually deleted, I guess, when she saw it. But like this also began Iggy having way too much time and like replying to every fan tweet, which relatable because I also am like haunted by Stan's dragon. Right. But like <laughs> um <laughs> but yeah, she fully um dragged me for and I honestly did it completely as a Britney Stan inside joke. I right. had nothing bad to say. Wow. So I ended wow. my relationship with Igloo Azeli at that moment. I like Iggy. I do. Yeah, I shade her in Pretty Girls, but um, yeah. I now sense with meeting her at Watch Weapons Live, I'm like obsessed. Yeah, she's got actually a really good sense of humor. She's but I so think fucking funny. She. Um, it took time to get there. It took time to get there. It's and kind I of think, like with Moomoo's a couple years uh, ago, you were traumatized uh, yeah. and now it's iconic. And now it's funny, but like it actually is. And I think that's like, it speaks to Stan culture in general. Like there was a time where everyone was really not that we aren't now but like really vicious to each other nobody really understood how to process right seeing all of this hate thrown at you or like right especially when it's typed out on twitter it's hard to read and it's not like i'm innocent like my fucking website i'm like being shady about everybody in like a funny way but like you know it's hard Mm -hmm. to read people's tone on twitter so everything yeah. can come across as mean. Yeah. Which is why I like doing a podcast, because you guys can tell when I'm joking. Yeah. No, you can. Yes, you can. You can tell when I'm being sarcastic. You can. Yeah. It you is helpful. You can tell when I'm getting mad about defending myself. Yeah, boxer in the ring. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, it is helpful. And I feel like um, it has helped people maybe see where I'm coming from and mm. understand that um, I didn't uh, know about layering or that I... You know, that I took myself too seriously at that time and still do. Yeah, it's been uh, very therapeutic. And now that you've exposed me. Yeah, well, you know <laughs> what? Um, why not? You know, you're a mom. I you am. are a performer. You are a writer. You are Moomoo's. <laughs> you are a friend. You are Bradley Jean. Bradley Jared. Bradley Jean, <laughs> yes. And my initials are going to come into play in 2015 as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, so good. <laughs> Oh, there's so much. You'll just have to wait and see. You will have to wait and see. But um, before we tell them to wait and see, yeah, um, we need to pick a knee for What's 2014. What's the knee of 2014? I'm gonna. Mine's boring. I'm gonna say Vegas knee. Okay, because it, it's like all that there was. I mean, it really kind of did define the era for us and yeah, for it's her. Defined the past 80 years. It's defined <laughs> many years. And well, more to come. Yeah. It, um. <laughs> It, it could possibly go down in history as the the final swan song, it, if it you will. Certainly could. Um, I I would say maybe Hubert oh. <laughs> knee. Hubert knee. I mean, I was gonna say amnesia because I didn't know where I was for part. Of- <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I will just go with intimate knee because there's layers to it. Not only the intimate collection, but because we got our closest show with her ever, I think. Mm-hmm. And very, then very, really intimate, really intimate. Yeah. And then we <laughs> got, uh, <laughs> like, I think distance wise, it was our closest. Oh, right. <laughs> okay. I thought you were like, uh, I was like, um, how is that intimate? But- uh, no, got I mean, it. like, I think we were the closest we've ever been to her performing wise. 
So it's intimate knee for us. We also get the first glimpse of her actual personality on social media. That is a little more intimate. So I'll go with intimate knee. What a moment. What a moment. A moment that is most pleasing in my career. Defined. Because I feel like with friends, you really get to know a person when you travel with a person. And like that can make or break a friendship. Sure could. Yeah, that was a very defining trip for us. And like I feel like from then on, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I can travel with Brad. Like, anyway. yeah. like it's Which you would think after that experience, you would never travel with me again. But oh, no. It was. Well, obviously, you know, then I got you got yours when we oh, went to As- when we went to Asbury, Asbury Park. Oh, my God. We Ooh. had a reverse Warholian <laughs> experience of that. But uh, yeah, it's a moment that I will almost remember for all that I can. <laughs> a walk to almost never remember. <laughs> the zombie walk through the strip that I remember. Well, Nothing you know what? Relate- that's what happens there. Yeah. So you're not alone, not alone, not alone. No, I was not alone. So I guess we'll have to um, once again see you in Vegas in 2015 and for the rest of our lives. Uh, next week when we take you behind the scenes, quite literally. Yep. And we get remixed, reimagined and still in Vegas, still in Vegas until the end of time. See you soon. See you soon. (laughs) (laughs) A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot, maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com.